Thinking and driving, 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 Episode of Thinking and Driving. Thinking and Driving. I'm drinking coffee, as I tell you every day, every time. That's all I'm drinking. But what am I thinking? Well, well, I don't really know. <laughs> Decided to hit record and to see what happens. You know, usually I listen to podcasts. You know, some of the podcasts I like, in case you're wondering, you know, besides making them, I like to listen to them, too. Some of the ones I like, uh, let's see, Dak Shepard, he's got a good one. Um, called Armchair Quarterback, I believe. I'm so used to listening to it and not really paying attention to what the other name is. Mark Marin, another one. Um, Joe Rogan, both really good interviews uh, for different reasons, or not necessarily different reasons, but they just talk normal, which is what kind of inspired me to do this part, you know, because I like, I like my hanging with Nate the Drummer, I love my hanging with Nate the Drummer, if you guys haven't listened to that, look that up on Anchor, I've got two podcasts now, so anyway, um, you know, I like doing that, I like interviewing musicians, I love it. Because, you know, that's what I am. I've always been a drummer. I've always felt like I was a drummer. You know, um, it's just something that is in my soul. <laughs> and I wouldn't change that. So I love talking to musicians and trying to help them out get some sort of publicity in this day and age. Yeah. So anyway, but this one is more me in a sense that, you know, I'm kind of always randomly saying jokes or saying things, you know. Like I was at work the other day, and Your Body is a Wonderland came on by John Mayer. Your body is a wonderland. And I thought, because <laughs> I'm dumb, uh, I thought, what if somebody said to you, Your body is Dutch Wonderland? Is that different? <laughs> it's so dumb. You guys will know Dutch Wonderland's like an amusement park in Lancaster. Sounds really, sounds like it wouldn't be fun. Dutch Wonderland, like, oh yeah, going to see the Dutch. I guess that was a Dutch accent. Anyway, see what I mean? Random. Blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, your body is Dutch Wonderland. Like was, so it's not great. It's outdated. It's. Uh, only, ew, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Some things don't deserve to be heard. Anyway, I just thought it was funny, so of course I shared it with, you know, some co-workers, and they were like, see, that's why you're dumb, pretty much, is what it felt like. This is why, you know. And it made me think, okay, some people may not like my randomness, so that's fine. You know, if you don't like my randomness, well then, 
you're listening to the wrong thing, I guess. But to me, you're listening to the right thing because I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> so anyway, you know, some songs do that. Some songs make you think one thing that, you know, I'm sure you guys have songs that are attached to old relationships, old feelings, you know, I don't know if you guys ever uh, had a breakup and then driving and crying, <laughs> talk about thinking and driving, been there, done that, you know, and it's always the sad songs, you always go for the sad songs, wouldn't you want to avoid the sad songs, <laughs> you know, you know, like, Boys to Men is from my day, you know, driving around, you know, a down a bed to me, <laughs> whatever, <clears throat> or something like that, not that I, not that I cry because I'm a man, men don't cry, which is bullshit, guys, you know and I know, I'm sure there's even the toughest guy out there, if he doesn't cry, he really wants to, or he has, it squeaked out a tear here and there, get it, you don't want to always cry, whatever, it's just weird, it's weird to me, um, girls are like that a lot, where they're like, I don't want to show my emotions, I'm a, I don't want to cry in front of you guys, like, that's what my kids say, I don't want to cry in front of you guys, like, what, what have I done to you in your life that makes you think you can't cry in front of me, that's, that's what I think when I hear that, like, I've never, ever said, hey, stop showing your emotions. You don't cry. Are you crying? Ugh, that was like Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> supposed to be Tom Hanks. <laughs> Are you crying? There's no crying in baseball. <clears throat> Who knew I could kind of do a Gilbert Godfrey? Are you crying? I... I mean, eh, eh. No, I don't know what, I don't know what that is. Gilbert Godfrey trying to fart. I don't know. Anywho, see, random. Speaking of random, you know, I did uh, stand-up comedy probably about eight times um, for the X. One of five seven the X years ago had a contest called the Biggest Joke Contest. Some of you may have heard of it, but anyway did that about eight times, and let me tell you, that is a lot scarier than being in a band. It is a lot harder to be a comedian and get up there and somehow tell jokes and, and make people laugh, because not everybody laughs at the same thing, you know. And I've had, you know, through those eight times, you know, I, I can't really say I'm a stand-up comedian as much as I would really love to be, you know, because I think I broke their contest, honestly, because I was pretty dirty said a lot of dirty things, and dirty words, and, you know, back in that day, that's, that's how I felt, you know, um, <laughs> I think back to now I, how I did a, an impression of Kermit and Miss Piggy having sex in front of perfect strangers, you know, so like, you know, and if you're, <laughs> I, I want to do the impression, but I'm not gonna do the impression, um, no, I'm not going to do the impression, but the, the concept came from, <laughs> um, 
you know, how Kermit, I don't know if you guys ever noticed, but Kermit and Miss Piggy had a pretty interesting relationship, you know, as a kid growing up with cartoons and Muppets. When all the friends were around, it was like, Miss Piggy who, you know what I mean? Kermit's like, no, Piggy, you know, not right now, Piggy, kind of busy. It's not my impression, I was just a lazy, quick impression. But, um, you know, and then, of course, when they weren't around, it was like, oh, I love you so much, you know. <laughs> it's just funny how the Muppets took on kind of like a, you know, personal mentality, you know. Instead of just being happy-go-lucky Muppets, it was like, for some reason, this pig loves this frog. We don't know why. I mean, we've never seen Kermit's third frog leg, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that was dumb. Anyway, <laughs> random, thinking and driving. Yeah, so that's where that, that impression came from. Um, yeah, doing stand-up is tough. I've had the moments where they loved me. Um, I, I did it at the York Hardware Bar, which, for those of you who do know, um, is not there anymore, obviously. It's been a while. It's been a while! And, um, <laughs> yeah, I did it there, and the crowd loved dirty humor. Go figure, in York. <laughs> the crowd loved dirty humor, so went really good there. I remember inviting friends. I invited my ex-mother-in-law, and she brought a friend from work. <laughs> Boy, I bet they were surprised. Because she, she uh, turned into, like, a Bible toter after 9-11. So, you know, I'm sorry if you're going to listen to this. I'm really sorry that you brought your friend to that. I hope it didn't embarrass you. I hope you thought some of it was funny. There was a lot of dirty stuff. Because back then, you know, when you get nervous sometimes, you don't realize that, you know, you say words that, like, oh, fuck. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there was a lot of the F-bombs dropped in between trying to figure out what I was going to say and how I was going to say it. That's that's the nerve-wracking part. And if I did comedy now, it'd probably be all kid-related material just because my kids have given me so many years of goofy stories and it's stuff that people can relate to, you know, as a parent, you switch things up, you know, back then it was all about getting girls, and, you know, being bitter that I wasn't getting girls, and not being good enough to get girls, you know, I'm not a player, I just crush a lot, oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry guys, it's like 5.30 in the morning, almost 6, driving to do a, you know, four hour, coffee man shift that's what I do I wake up for the people I feel like time to get the donuts time to make the donuts whatever he said random anyway drinking coffee in case you couldn't tell because that's probably why it seems like I might be delirious it's funny I drink coffee and then I go make a whole lot of coffee for everybody People are pissed off, man. They get pissed off if their kind of coffee isn't made. Little do they know that, you know, I just got there and I can't help it that no coffee was there. Now I gotta take it and brew it. Coffee man problems. <laughs> so what do you guys do? What kind of coffee do you guys like? How do you like your coffee? 
leave me a voice message. There should be a link if you go to anchor.fm slash nate-penwell. I might have to change that. I don't know. might have to change it. But that's what it gave me. So thanks, Anchor. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy this, these brief rants. Um, you know, I don't know if there's any educational value to it. Not that you need educational value. Hopefully you guys are listening to this while driving so that you're driving safe. I'm driving safe, just so you know. Because all I'm doing, you know, you're pretty much on autopilot as it seems when you get older and you drive. You know, it's just kind of how it goes. But you guys should drive safe. And if you're listening to this, please drive safe, okay? Don't drive like a-holes. You know, don't drive up people's butts. Don't be on your phone. Don't be on your phone unless it's in a holder and you're looking straight ahead and just talking to yourself, basically. Then it's okay. Alright, I don't want you guys thinking I'm being unsafe. I'm not. Sorry. I guess, uh, yeah. I'm almost to work, so I'm getting lost in that thought. But luckily, I don't mind a four-hour little shift. I can do that, you know. I can only be around people who don't wear masks for so long. I wish. I wish I didn't have to wear a mask. I really do. But, you know, I'd rather not bring anything bad back to my family. Um, We already had it. Don't need it again. You know, that kind of thing. So, I hope you guys enjoy this. And... Maybe I'll do another one of these. <laughs> I don't ever mini episodes. I don't know what to call it. Another segment to this one. Right after I get off work in a couple of hours. All right. <laughs> I'm asking you like you're gonna answer me. Is that all right? You want me to do another one? Eh? You want me to talk even longer? Yeah, I don't know. So, all right, guys, I'm gonna go to work. Thanks for listening to Thinking and Driving. Hope you guys enjoy. Please let me know what you think. And if you have any questions, anything you want me to talk about, anything you you know want me to mention, hit me up. Alrighty, guys. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. Another segment here of Thinking and Driving. Just got out of work. Leaving now. And funny story. I have uh, a tendency to cross a line (laughs) it's an invisible line that you don't really know until you cross it but uh (laughs) i work with this sounds that's a weird segue i work with two women that um i guess are new mothers and they breastfeed and the one girl was like hey they're pumping buddies and jokingly you know obviously I said, oh, yeah, I saw that movie before. (laughs) And then they just looked at me and, like, laughed because what the hell would that mean? What would that movie be like? So it just kind of was awkward. And then my boss was like, all right, Nate, leave, you know. So it's just kind of one of those things, like, you know, that's the note I went out on at work. (laughs) I try really hard to not be dirty-minded. 
I really do, or at least not to say what I'm thinking, but like I said, that line sometimes gets crossed, and you know, it's kind of my, it's a gift and a curse, I guess. I can take anything, make it sound dirty, or make it dirty-minded, or I don't know why. I mean, yeah, it's probably all those porno mags my dad had as a kid that I secretly looked at. What? I didn't say anything. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Pornography. What is that? Anyway. It's a crazy day to go today, guys. It's a Monday. The girl that was uh, making coffee before me, I think she set me up because I got there and of course the one uh, thing that's brewing is just pouring out over the top and down along the sides, like, okay, totally full, like, to the brim, and I don't even know how you go about doing that, but this lady, she's like a, she's like a, a Red Bull commercial, just like insane amount of energy for, you know, being there at 4.30 in the morning, I don't know how third shifters do it, I really don't. You gotta have a certain mentality to be a third shifter, I think. It's just a crazy, you know, crazy schedule. If anybody out there works third shift, I applaud you. It's a different mentality, that's for sure. You have to really get into a, a mode of, you know, sleeping while everybody's awake and <laughs> whatever. Everybody's awake and you're going to sleep and then getting up and doing it all over again and having your night time and yeah what shift do you guys prefer leave me a voice message if you can or just say it out loud to yourself while you're listening to this maybe i'll hear you what oh yeah oh you work first shift yeah <laughs> yeah i like my coffee shift i mean be nice if money was more there but hey nowadays you gotta do what you gotta do now, the only reason I uh, work at Rudders is because I need a need that extra hustle, you know. I'm trying to hustle. I'm like I said, I'm a graphic designer, and if I would have known in school that, you know, <laughs> maybe I wasn't gonna be successful in graphic design, then maybe, just maybe, I would have, you know, thought twice about that career option. But, I can't help it. You know, you do what you love. I went to Votech, which, if there's any parents out there, I recommend highly your kids go to Votech. They used to call it Slow Tech, which made no sense to me, because, if anything, it's more advanced than a normal high school. And, you know, when you get out, you have a trade. You have a vocation. It makes so much more sense. Why not every school be a vocational technical school? Learn something that's really going to be used. My kids are doing algebra right now. And I tried to help them. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this this is just stupid. You're not going to use this. You know, they're doing geometry and, you know, X and R and EG is this and what's this. And, I mean, maybe, just maybe, down the road, they'll have to use that somewhere that knowledge but 
really, school needs to be rethought, because you don't get out and use any of that stuff, you know, so why not have a trade school, where you learn something one week, or whatever, one day, and then you, you actually learn your classes the next day, or whatever it was, for me, it was like I had a week of shopping and a week of classes, which was kind of tough, because then, when the week of classes comes back, you're like, what the hell did I learn two weeks ago, but... I got to learn a trade, and that's where I learned, you know, because I've never been good at hand drawing, never been that great. I'm alright at it, but it's not my particular skill set, and I remember specifically going over to the computer room, after, because at Votech, you have to, I had to hand draw a lot of stuff, but then at one point, she was like, okay, my teacher was like, okay, now I'm going to teach you on the computer, and I remember, like, a light bulb going off and going, wait. I don't have to be good at hand drawing on the computer. I don't have to worry about this line being straight. Because the computer makes that straight line for you. So, there's that, you know? So that's where technology can be good, you know? It's good when it works and bad when it doesn't work. But yeah, so that's where I realized, you know, I could do graphic design. I really like working on the computer. And then I went to art school after that, which was literally just art classes. It was awesome. Didn't have to worry about science and math and all that. Because if you ask me today if I would go to college, I never expected to go to college. I call it art school, but it, it was a two-year, you know, accredited college. Just didn't seem like it because it was just an art school. Um, and that's another thing. As you get older, shit disappears. I don't know if you guys have witnessed that somewhere that maybe you worked and now it's gone or it's a completely different thing altogether you know I can't imagine just being older and things you know disappearing it's it's really weird I used to work at Heckinger's which was a hardware store and then Lowe's and Home Depot came into town and shut down the mom and pop Heckinger's and and Heckinger's turned into Wolf Furniture which was just bizarre to me. Okay, now Wolf Furniture is closed. So what's it gonna talk, turn into now? You know, it's it's just weird how things. But I was saying my art school, uh, Bradley Academy for the Visual Arts, is what it was called, and great art school. Loved it. Well, now that is gone. They closed up shop. You know, so. It's like, where are my records? Where's proof that I went there? That I have an associate's degree? I don't know. It's in the it's in the air. It's in the, maybe it's in the cloud somewhere. Maybe Bradley Academy's backed everything up to a cloud and then cut shop. I don't know. But yeah, now it's a well-spanned training center. And what was once like totally art-centric, you know, art on the walls and there was a gallery and like you know. Now it is sterile as hell. There's no art really on the walls, just plain white walls, and they're teaching people how to work at Wellspan at the hospital or whatever. So it's sad to me. I had to, when I worked at a sign shop, I went and visited there, had to hang up a sign in the place, and it was so surreal. My art school, where I had fought for two years to get good grades and, you know, make something myself and here I was putting a, a sign up in a whole different spot you know it was just bizarre a lot of things change over time 
you know, after 42 years now of living, I'm like, man, I, I drive by every day a plot of land that used to be my childhood home until the landfill bought the house, and the house next to it is standing. The only house that got knocked down was the one I lived at. It's crazy to me, you know? Sorry, guys, I'm on random today. <laughs> Told you, random thoughts. And I just let them fly. These are just some of the things that I think of while driving. Thinking and driving, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have anybody else to talk to, so I'm in the car just talking to myself, talking to you guys. I hope somebody listens to this and it's just not me rambling and no one listening. So if you guys like this, please leave a comment. You know, there are, like I said, there's a voice tab, voice message tab. Hit me up. Leave me a voice message. Tell me if you like it, you hate it, there's a topic you want to talk about, you know. What's your favorite store to go to? Where do you guys worry about the gas prices? I'm just curious. I don't know if you're like me. I don't because it's pretty much pointless. You're going to need gas. Why like worry about who has a cheap gas price, who doesn't? Oh, well, these guys are too high. I'm going to go to this store. Well, then you just used more gas to get to that lower price. Just the things that people worry about. Really... It's, Sometimes it's just meaningless. I don't get it. I really don't get it. <laughs> Sorry. Just driving, thinking and driving. It's crazy. When I work from 6 in the morning to 10, I feel like I do so much. Not that I'm like crazy busy the whole time, but I try to stay busy, you know. I'm wiping down counters, making sure everything's sterilized and make sure coffee's made for everybody and but uh my watch tells me like oh you hit a thousand steps i'm like how do you know you guys have smart watches if you do do you trust them or do you think they're just randomly throwing out numbers just to say it's a smart watch just a thought because i took my mine has a blood pressure reading and stuff and i thought okay since i'm supposedly supposedly i have high blood pressure I'm going to check it, you know, I got this smartwatch now, and I'll just take my blood pressure here and there, and whatever. So I went to the doctors, and, you know, they did my blood pressure, and they came up with a number, and I said, oh, I got this watch now, let's see, let's test it out, let's see if it's right or close. Yeah, it was totally lower on my watch than it was, you know, doing it the old-fashioned way. So, that really made me distrust this watch and think, I mean, it's not an Apple watch, it's a cheaper smart watch, but still, are they just scamming you, just like, ran, like, how does it know my blood pressure, how does it know these things, it's got little laser lights that go on, but who knows, you know, it's so hard to trust everything nowadays, or anything, you just don't know what's, you know, fake news, <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really glad Donald Trump's not in office anymore. Not, I'm not a political guy at all, but when somebody just looks like they're just a douchebag, you know, and they're up in higher power, it's just like, how? How? Anyway, that's a whole different rant. 
I'm sure a lot of you like Donald Trump or whatever. I, you know, politics and politics, it's all kind of goofy, you know. Our society, we make things so much harder on ourselves. I don't know, maybe it's just me. You know, censorship is another thing that baffles me. I keep going back to the fact that girls can't walk around without a shirt on. Sounds bizarre, doesn't it? Like, oh my god, well of course not. But yet, we all have the same stuff. Sorry, somebody's doing a U-turn right in front of me. That was fun. Thinking and driving. Now, we all have the same stuff. I always think back to, like, The Biggest Loser. You guys ever watch The Biggest Loser? Well, the guys get up there. The, the chubby guys, you know, I'm allowed to say that. I'm a chubby guy, so. But they get up there, and they have legit man tits that look like girl tits. And they don't have a shirt on. And they're not blurred out. No blurred out nipples. No blurred out nothing. You know? They're allowed to just stand up there all fat and free. Look at me, I got tits that look like a girl's tits, but somehow it's okay. It's okay that I'm a guy. I'm a guy, it's okay. But a girl has to get up there in a sports bra. Like, legit having the same kind of looking boobies. So, it just makes no sense to me. And it's not just me being a man, like, oh, I just want to see women's tits all the time, or whatever. No, it's just, it's one of those examples of society. This, this thing that we do, that we put on ourselves to make something more difficult, to more, you know, why should it be different? You know, we have such weird standards when it comes to things, you know? Cuss, cuss words, cursing, you know, is another weird thing, society. You know, you could say, you could say ass on the radio, but if you say asshole, oh, that's a whole different ball game there. You can't say asshole. I can, but I can somehow say it on a podcast, and it's fine. Another one that gets me, the F word. How? Nobody knows why it's bad. Nobody knows how it became bad. Nobody knows. And you can say, you can go through the alphabet with every letter, but as soon as, you know, buck. Buck's not a bad word. Duck, truck, stuck, suck, <laughs> muck, you know, tuck. But man, duck, as soon as you hit fuck. <gasps> no, he didn't. He said fuck. He said the F word. <gasps> Why? Why? Some of the weirdest things that people get bent out of shape over. Middle finger, another one. Why? Who said middle finger was bad? Who? You know? I, like, why do we make these things good, bad? It's like, as adults, we treat ourselves as children. We edit ourselves when you know damn well that every one of you, at some point in the day, wants to say fuck. If you don't, and if you say you don't, well, then you're a liar. If you don't hit your hand with a hammer or something, go fuck! You know? I mean, no one goes, duck! shucks, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's just weird, is it the sound of it, you know, we have so many words that just get bent out of shape over, somebody gets bent out of shape, like, what did it harm you, did it really harm you physically to hear that word, no, it's part of that whole cancel culture, or 
everybody's getting bent out of shape over this and that. Like, we need to all just relax. Fucking relax. Ha, I said it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So anyway, just me ranting, thinking, and driving. Pointing out things that I just think are silly, you know? We should all be able to wear a shirt, not wear a shirt, whatever. Girls shouldn't have to wear a bra. That's ridiculous. Why should they be restrained? No wonder women used to burn their bras. It's pointless. It's simply pointless, you know? And it's not just me being a man trying to see some boobies, you know? But imagine how desensitized men would be, and it wouldn't be as big of a deal if we didn't hide them, you know? I mean, that's what makes more sense that maybe if we let women, you know, wear t-shirts that don't, or don't have to wear brawl or whatever, then maybe guys wouldn't want to see them so damn bad. They wouldn't want to look so bad. You know? Like, at what point do we think about switching up the culture? You know, the culture's already shifting with marijuana, which who'd have thought over the years... You know, marijuana's bad, marijuana's bad. It's the gateway drug, it's the gateway drug. Is it now? Now all of a sudden you're like, oh no, it's fine, it's legal now. Go for it. Should be fine. Sorry guys, had to pause to go around traffic. <laughs> the one moment that I was actually driving and not thinking. Doesn't happen very often, so I hope you enjoyed that quick little pause. Yeah, marijuana, you know, I understand. Why Why are anything illegal against the law? You know, if you want to, another thing that makes no sense. You know, people want to drink. They want to, I get driving, drinking, you know, don't do that. <laughs> you know, smoking pot and driving, it probably makes you more, um, pay more attention to the road, honestly. That's probably just me thinking that. I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, why can't people do what they want to do without it being against the law? That's another thing. Like, the law. How do you guys feel when a cop is behind you? No matter if you're doing something good, you did, you know, you're totally confident that you were going the speed limit, you have nothing illegal in your car, don't you feel some sort of way when a cop is right behind you? You know, am I getting pulled over? I don't know why I'm getting pulled over. What, what would I do? What did I do? You know, it's so crazy. How and then they turn and you're like, oh, thank you. It's not me they're going after. It's the worst. It's that worst feeling. You get those like cold rushes of, you know, oh no, is my stuff up to date? Is whatever, whatever, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's a sucky feeling. But man, does it feel good when that cop turns and you're like, whoo. Can't catch me riding dirty today. <laughs> That's the thing. Cops, I think, everybody sees a cop and they think the worst. What I think would change is if you had the opportunity to, blah, 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 to get pulled over for doing something good. Think about it. Every time you get pulled over, it's because you did something wrong or bad, you know? You didn't go to the stop sign, or you went through the stop sign, you ran a red light, whatever it is, you were speeding. But what if, just what if a cop pulled you over, you know, and you're all freaked out, and he comes up and he goes, Hey, I just 
I know you're, you might be in a hurry or whatever, but I just wanted to let you know, I appreciate you going the speed limit. I appreciate you stopping completely at that whatever, you know, like whatever it was, something little, just, and, and then he would go, you know, thank you for driving safely. Tell you what, here's a gift card, whether it be five bucks, you know, to get a cup of coffee or whatever, like, hey, here you go. I just want to say thanks for driving safe. So that then it would level the playing field that you would have a 50-50 chance. You know, that maybe you're getting pulled over because you did something right. Maybe. And maybe we would look at police officers a little bit differently. Oh, maybe I'm getting... I mean, maybe you did something bad and you deserve to get pulled over. And that's fine. Take your hit, you know, and pay for the ticket and whatever. But man... It would do such a good thing if they would just switch over, you know? And, I mean, yeah, I'd be a little pissed off, that they, like, if I'm trying to get to work, you know, and and he pulls me over. But then I'd be like, holy hell, wouldn't you go and tell your friends? <laughs> Guess what? I got pulled over, and the cop gave me a gift card for driving safe. He'd be like, what? No way. I want to get pulled over for driving safe. Haha. <laughs> nope, you got to drive safe. Try it. See? So, if you have any cop friends, if you're a cop, think about it. Tell the right people. One of these districts, somebody has to have the right common sense to just give it a try. You never know. You really never know. So, anyway, guys, it's been a longer rant, but I hope you guys something get something out of this. <laughs> Talked a lot of randomness, but I want to thank you guys. And stay tuned for the next episode, because who the hell knows what I'm going to say next. Alright, so rock on, drive safe guys, and I'll see you the next time I work. <laughs>